Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us, MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at Mace Denver, at Eric Goodman. But today it's going to be at Aaron Anderson, longtime Denver sportscaster. Uh, I thought Mace was on vacation. Apparently, he truly is on assignment, as he was at Disneyland today taking pictures of the Rams' uh, victory parade. I think you know that was unexpected in some ways for him. Uh, but now he can write it off as a business expense, his entire trip to Disneyland with his family. Uh, in the meantime, before we get to you, Arnts, we have yeah. certainly a lot to get to over the next couple of hours. I want to tell you about Optimum Golf. We're going to be giving away 100 bucks in the second hour of the show. You don't have to stop playing golf because the weather isn't good, right? You can go to Optimum Golf. You can find them in Park Hill. You can find them in the Rhino neighborhood. Keep your game ready for the season as the weather is eventually going to start to clear. You can also get custom fit, custom built clubs as well because now is really the time to do it. You can get lessons from their award-winning pros as well. Uh, Kyle, who's just fantastic, teaches my daughter Mia. And she said to me after her last lesson with him, I'm really excited to practice. And she's 13, and that is saying something. So you can also go to their virtual bays. They have leagues. They have tournaments. You can host a private party. Book your tea time today at theoptimumgolf.com. And don't forget, we're going to give away that gift card for either one free lesson with Kyle or two hours in the virtual bay. How are you, my friend? I'm good, man. Happy uh, post-Super Bowl Monday. Yep. Yep. Now it's time on for the uh, Broncos offseason, right? I think everybody's saying that, right? I mean, I, I saw it on Twitter. Offseason starts now. Here we are. Yep. Offseason for everybody begins. And by the way, everybody is 0-0 right now. They are. They are zero and zero, but you can pretty much expect the teams that are going to be closer to zero than to 17 pretty much right now. <laughs> Think I, so? I don't care what they do in the draft. We, 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 we kind of know who some of these teams are. I mean, you might be able to move back and forth by maybe three, four wins forward or backward, but I mean, I, I don't expect a team like the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't expect the Jets to be a 12-win team next year. Do you? No, but I think there's a lot of people here in Denver who hope the Broncos are one of those teams. And if you pay attention to the odds right, right now to win the Super Bowl, right. it's amazing how high the Broncos are considering how low this team has been the last six years. Right. Well, I think a lot of people think after watching Matthew Stafford yesterday that the Broncos would have been Super Bowl contenders. And with that, time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Go get some tonight in Denver, Centennial, Longmont, Lions, and Estes Park. All right, let's do some revisionist history, as that's what a lot of Broncos fans have been doing on Twitter over the last 24 hours. I've seen a lot of fans say, man, the Broncos could have outbid the Rams for Matthew Stafford. They should have obviously given whatever the Rams wanted so the Broncos could have been in the same position as the Rams in last night's game. How much are you really buying this? I was a blackjack dealer in college. Okay. My summer job. Okay. And I would tell people all the time. Split aces, right? No, I would say don't split tens, split aces and eights, yes. Uh, shoulda, woulda, coulda, didn't. 
hindsight's twenty twenty, right? I mean, we could all rewrite the script, but that would, at least in this argument, you'd have to be in, under the opinion that the Broncos are one player away from being a Super Bowl contender. Okay. Matthew Stafford's on board. Is the offensive line better? Is the offensive line better than the Rams? No. Is it? Are they better because Matthew Stafford's there? No. I don't think the Broncos had a great offensive line. I don't think the Broncos have better linebackers because Matthew Stafford's playing quarterback. I mean, we could sit here and we could poke fingers and say, well, you know, should it, shoulda, woulda, coulda. They didn't make the move. But my point is that I don't think this team is one player away. I think Matthew Stafford might lead to another win or two, maybe three. Maybe they sneak into the postseason, but they're not playing on Super Bowl Sunday. I'll give you four reasons why the Broncos are not on the Super Bowl with Eric, with uh, Matthew Stafford. One? Concrete reasons. Okay. One, the Broncos don't have Aaron Donald, who's arguably, and we'll talk about this later on in the show, the greatest defensive player in NFL history. Number two, they don't have Cooper Cup, who just came off the greatest season ever for any wide receiver. And please don't tell me Jerry Judy would have done the same thing because he wouldn't have. Number three, they don't have Odell Beckham Jr. I would take Odell Beckham Jr., with all due respect, to Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick and Jerry Judy and K.J. Hamler. I would take Odell Beckham Jr. over those four guys individually. Would you? Of course. And number four, and probably most importantly, the Broncos don't have Sean McVay <laughs> calling the offense. So please, don't tell me things are better because, well, if we had Matthew Stafford, then the Broncos wouldn't have traded Von Miller. Von Miller played like Von Miller of 2015 and always seems to play better when he has a tag team partner like Elvis Dumerville, like DeMarcus Ware, like maybe a Malik Jackson, like an Aaron Donald. His tag team partner this year was not no-sack Bradley Chubb. He didn't have a guy where somebody took pressure off of him. Totally different teams. Now, we can go back and forth. Who's better at inside linebacker? Who has better safeties? Vic Fangio is a better defensive mind. All of that may be true. Raheem Morris did a pretty good job against Tsunami Joe Burrow, who seemed to have the horseshoe up his butt for throughout the entire playoffs. They certainly solved that riddle, and then when they had to, they got after Joe Burrow. Please don't tell me Matthew Stafford on the Broncos puts them in yesterday's game because that wasn't happening. Aaron Rodgers maybe but not Matthew Stafford. To your point, Matthew Stafford uh, has been reborn, right? Mm -hmm. Looks awfully good playing with all the weapons that they had there in Los Angeles. Playing underneath a coach who's one of the, the best, brightest offensive line uh, minds in the league. Can you imagine Matthew Stafford trying to coexist with what the Broncos trotted out there last year as, as coaches, as offensive coordinators? Would no. he have been given the license to do anything? This is the luxury that teams like the Rams and the 49ers have with two coaches like Shanahan 
and McVeigh. They identify who they can and cannot win with at the quarterback position, no matter how far that quarterback takes them. Jared Goff was the quarterback of the Rams when they went to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And Sean McVay said, he's not good enough. We have to upgrade. Kyle Shanahan made the decision before last year's draft, despite Jimmy Garoppolo leading us to the Super Bowl. What, the year before, something like that? Mm Mm-hmm. He's not the guy to get us to a Super Bowl win. A lot of teams don't have that luxury where a coach says, we have to move on. That's pretty amazing about those two franchises who happen to be in the same division, who happen to be off the Shanahan coaching tree, who happen to be two guys where everybody wants their water boys on their own staff. Oh, oh, you're... You're the person who cleans Sean McVay's office. We got to have you as our custodian. You're the assistant offensive line coach. You got to be our offensive line coach. You do this, we're going to give you a promotion. That's what makes these coaches special. And maybe now the Broncos have that with Nathaniel Hackett. But Matthew Stafford with Pat Shermer, I don't think so. The other common denominator we need to touch on between those two, the 49ers and Rams, they were both willing to give up draft equity yep. to go after someone they thought was their guy. Well, the Rams gave up the farm. They don't have a first-round draft pick till 2024, and they gave up a second and a third for Vaughn. I mean, Les Snead and you worked at a blackjack table, so you worked near poker tables. Les Snead just didn't go all in. He took off his shirt, his pants, his boxers, took off all of his family's clothing, and threw it into the middle of the table and said, I am all in standing here naked with my family and willing to take the criticism if we don't win the whole thing. And he did. He got his clothes back and all of his money and a big silver trophy. The time is now, right? L.A., yep. they knew it. Stan Kroenke signed off on it. That, you know, if, if you read the, the press reports, this whole Stafford deal came together in a hot tub in Cabo San Lucas. Right. And... You think about the likelihood of that. There was also another Eric uh, article, Eric, I read today. Von Miller was in Los Angeles and ran into McVeigh. And over cocktails, Von Miller told him, come get me. Right. And I'm not advocating people hang out in, in clubs with NFL players at all. Yeah. But what I'm saying is it's funny to me how small the world is. Right. And, you know, look, the, the Rams were a team that, that, that they see a window and they did whatever it took to maximize on on the potential they had. Right. This is a team that's going to look a lot different in three years. Yes. But this window isn't closed, and if they can sign a couple of these guys, Von Miller, you know, a couple free agents, maybe Beckham if he comes back healthy, right. there's a very good chance they're right back there on Super Bowl Sunday going for two in a row. There's a saying, if you don't have a quarterback, you can't win a title. So if this is the case, do you buy into that? that Absolutely. Be- okay. okay. Just take a look at the other okay. side of the field. Where were the Bengals two years ago? Riddle me this. If that's the case... Why wasn't Stafford good enough if he's a Super Bowl quarterback to get the Lions consistently in the playoffs in a division that isn't that good? I'm talking about Packers I know are terrific. Mm -hmm. Bears aren't consistently good. The Vikings aren't consistently good. With that, he went to the playoffs three times in 12 seasons and never won a playoff game. So if they had the quarterback, and I know the easy, lazy analysis answer is, well, the organization stinks. And you know what? There's a lot of truth to that. 
He also played with Calvin Johnson. He also played with the first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I'm not suggesting Matthew Stafford isn't talented. But, boy, he really, unlike Tom Brady, who went to a team with more offensive talent in Tampa and won a title, Tom Brady never had a ton of offensive talent around him. That's the difference between Tom Brady and Matthew Stafford. And we'll talk more about this later in the show. Matthew Stafford went to one Pro Bowl. That's it. Mm-hmm. And now we're talking about him in the Hall of Fame. We are. Are you stoned? I mean, seriously. <laughs> are I'm we here. really talking I, about I, him being a Hall of Famer? People are saying, well, now he's punched his stick. And no, he hasn't. Mm-hmm. You, know what, you know what he's done? He's taken step one like Kurt Warner after his inaugural season. He's got to put together about three, four more of those. I absolutely agree. You know what his career record is? Well, 86, 95, and 1. Yeah. Now, and, here's and what I'd un- say. And, that, and that's a very fair statement. Here's what I would say. Quarterbacks get way too much credit. Yep, they too much blame. W- way too much blame. Yep. He doesn't play defense. Right. He put up big numbers. He's, he's close to 50,000 passing yards in his career. 323 touchdown tosses. Yeah, you're right. He how had, many interceptions does he, had he have? Calvin Johnson many, on his team. How many picks does he have? Didn't look. Well, I could tell you, it's it's not a ratio of three to one. And to be considered a very good quarterback in this league, your TD interception ratio needs at minimum to be three to one. How many games do you think that the Lions were in where he had to pass for his life? Meaning he had to try to to pass the team to a victory or pad his stats? Is that another way to put it? My my point is that they were playing catch up. Right. A lot of times, yep, I where agree. they were going to have to throw to stay in ball games, where the more you air it out, the more likelihood you're going to throw an interception. I can forgive some of those things. I can forgive the fact that the Lions weren't in the postseason every year because they're the Lions. Yep, they've stunk for as long as I can remember. But wait, you got the quarterback in Stafford, though. You did. Who, who just won a Super Bowl? Can't do it by yourself. Uh, you can't, and I understand that. But the special guys. The Hall of Fame guys make the playoffs. The special guys. Well, you mentioned Brady. Bill Belichick, pretty good at defense? He's a terrific defensive mind. So does does Brady get credit for doing it on his own, or did, did Belichick have a role in it? Belichick had a major role in it during the first two Super Bowls where Brady the was first young. first two? First two. Then Brady took off as a player. After the first couple of years, he took off. Name me... A, a head coach in Detroit mm-hmm. that put together a solid defense. Oh, I, I, I couldn't go through the ins and outs of the I don't Detroit think, Lions. I don't think anybody you. could. But the, the, the no. point is that he didn't have a lot of help. And no. it, I'm not excusing everything, but he right. played for the Lions for Pete's sake. Right. All right, coming up after the break, many arguing Cooper Cup. Yeah, best wide receiver in football this year, but the MVP, are you kidding me? People think it should be other guys. Should it be Cooper Cup or should it be somebody else? We'll talk about that next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman, Mason. Watch us at milehighsports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at Aaron Anderson, at Eric Goodman, Mace. On vacation the rest of the week, of course, you know, Arn 
as a longtime sportscaster here in Denver. In the meantime, I want to talk about Mighty Plumbing, Heating, and Air. What a great offer they have going on right now. You can save up to nearly $5,300 on exclusive Mighty and Rudd Heating and Air Replacement Offer. Rudd, best equipment out there. I know this because I have it in my home as well as my HVAC unit when it broke down. I worked with Mighty Plumbing and Heating and Air. I got a fantastic deal, and I feel that equipment's going to last me 15, 20 years. And that is a huge load off my mind that I'm just not going to have those type of problems when you have that type of equipment. Also, you're going to get a 10-year parts and labor warranty when you go with Mighty Plumbing, Heating, and Air, whole home air duct cleaning, whole home humidifier, five-year complete maintenance, a smart thermostat, including installation. But if that wasn't enough, Arn, mm-hmm. how much would you pay? Get this. You mentioned you heard this on the show. You're going to get a seven-day vacation voucher to one of 4,500 incredible destinations. Go to Mighty Plumbing, Heating, and Air. Find them online at MightyPH.com. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Mighty Plumbing and Heating. Why does Mighty Plumbing and Heating have over 600 five-star reviews? No one has better service, and they will meet or beat any written offer. Go to MightyPH.com. Okay, I think a lot of people, at least on Twitter, because I refer to it as the world's largest sports bar where everybody has an opinion, and you know who's been drinking too much when they get really crass, (laughs) but I digress. Many are arguing Cooper Cup should not have been the MVP. Some have argued for Stafford. I've seen a lot of people, and rightfully so, argue for Aaron Donald. Mm -hmm. Did the media members who voted get it wrong? I think Donald would have been a great pick. I mean, uh, sentimentally, here's a guy who made the play at the end of the NFC Championship, forced Jimmy Garoppolo into a a game-ending interception, makes the last two plays in this Super Bowl, solidifying the L.A. Rams' first Super Bowl title. Um, Only thing missing on his resume was a Super Bowl ring, right? That was it. But Cooper Cup, he took the game over. I mean, he really did. A- Cut two of the three touchdowns the Rams scored. B, with Beckham down and uh, Tyler Higby out at, at tight end, who were the, the other options? The Rams' running game was a mystery. They couldn't figure that out. He was, he was the only target that Stafford had. Everybody knew it. The Bengals knew it. They couldn't stop him. On that 15-play drive, I believe he had six catches, and he was involved in three penalties in the red zone. That led to the the, the game clinching touchdown, which by the way he caught. Um, I think you can make an argument that he was the NFL MVP. There's no question. Here. And as far as a Super Bowl MVP, I didn't have a problem with that at all. I thought that was a no brainer from my vantage point. Okay. What was the? Give me the one single biggest play of the game. And 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 whoever it is, whatever it is, mm-hmm. that person should be your MVP. Back shoulder, touchdown, game over. Rams go on top. They win. So are you giving it to the guy who threw the ball or the guy who caught the ball? The guy who threw two interceptions? No. I'm giving it to to Cooper Cup, who was the safety blanket. He was the blanket for Linus. Mm -hmm. If if he's not there, they do not win that game. Okay, I'm going to take this to another level. They don't get those pass interference calls. Cooper Cup doesn't have a chance to catch that touchdown pass mm-hmm. by the way he ran a ridiculous route if you truly look at it he and the guy he was lined up against that eli apple mm-hmm. yep what he did was it was like a dance move they were shoulder to shoulder and he put his right foot 
back behind his left, faking that he's going left. Apple bites. There's enough separation. And it was that route running that got him open. But that wasn't the play of the game. What what was the play of the game in your opinion? Cooper Cup taking the ball on a reverse on fourth mm. and two. If he doesn't make that play, we're not talking about the back shoulder catch. We're not talking about Aaron Donald. And he had and he had to weave his way through two defenders to get that first down. He doesn't get that first down, chances are they don't win that game. But here's the thing. I think you usually I think in a Super Bowl there's a clear-cut winner of who the MVP is. Timmy Smith running for over 200 yards, right? Mm-hmm. Von Miller, clearly he was going to be the Super MVP Bowl of that game. Okay. Right. Sometimes you just have to give it to somebody because really nobody jumps out like when Peyton Manning won his first Super Bowl. He wasn't particularly great in that game. Granted, it was in the rain, but you right. have to give it to somebody. I would have given it to Prince because the halftime show was fantastic that year. Well, when you sing Purple Rain. In the rain. In the... Um, well, Miami's more of like a, what would you say? Kind of a neon. It's not purple. Being right. Like a right. teal. And, and he had the silhouette going. Yeah. And by the way, the to me, that is still not the greatest halftime show of all time. And who do you give it to? And I don't give it to this one either. In your opinion, who, who was the best halftime The show? greatest halftime show I have ever seen when you combine music mm-hmm. and pure entertainment and electricity. Michael Jackson. No. Wow. Now I'm now I'm stumped. First of all, I'm not giving it to a pedophile. Fair enough. Okay, so he's automatically This was before we knew, but go ahead. I will give it to Bruno Mars in Super Bowl 48. Hmm. In which he was unbelievable. He for Broncos fans, if you like Bruno Mars, he was the only highlight because the Broncos were out of it by halftime. They were out of it after the first play, Eric. Go right Go watch that halftime show, and it was unbelievable. I loved this halftime show, mm-hmm. and I don't want to say it's my generation, but Dr. Dre is older than I am. Eminem is only three, four years older, younger than me. Snoop Dogg's three years younger than me. Mary J. Blige, she's roughly my age, too. Mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar isn't. And, oh, by the way, 50, 50 cents? 75 cents. No. Uh, I would say 50 cents has been a product of inflation. Wow. Wait. That does not deserve crickets. It doesn't is- deserve anything I've seen on Twitter about 100 times. Well, I thought I came up with that all by myself. Either way. I, you know, what's funny is he, he enters the halftime performance hanging upside down. Right. And my wife has no idea who 50 cent is. Well, we were watching so- and I said to Mandy, that, that's 50 cent. So I I'm tell- sorry, I'm sorry, I'm a white guy saying 50. 50 uh, I believe, Aaron, that was uh, 50 cents. I, I believe his name is Curtis. Uh, anyway, I had to go actually show my, my wife in the club the video. And even <laughs> she was reacting because, right. I mean, he's ripped up in that video. When oh, did yeah. that come out? 2003 or four? Right. And you see him now, and he's, he's pudgy sent. Yeah. Yeah. That was outstanding. Doesn't make any sense. But go on. No sense. Um. So who would you give it to, MVP? Oh, they, they got it right. Cooper Cup. I think they did, too. And Aaron Donald was great in the final two plays of the game. Mm-hmm. He sealed it. But Aaron Donald doesn't seal it if Cup, to your point, Beckham's out, Higby's out, only option. He was the man 
running it and catching it Mm -hmm. on the most important drive of the game. I agree. And one of the best drives in postseason, not in postseason history, but in in Super Bowl history. With that, what are we saying about the Bengals today and the Rams today if Cincinnati wins? Oh, gosh, I would think if if the Bengals hang on to win, I think it's one of the greatest comeback stories in league history. Two years uh, ago, the Bengals won approximately two games. Right. They draft Joe Burrow. Last year, he blows his knee out. Right. They win the Super Bowl. Are you kidding me? Yeah. This is a team that knocked off the top-seeded Titans in Nashville. Right. Second-seeded Chiefs in Arrowhead. Then they beat the Rams in a home game effectively, which is what Super Bowl 56 is. I think you're calling it one of the greatest comeback stories in league history. Right. And, you know, look, Joe Burrow didn't have a great game yesterday. We knew the offensive line was a joke, but to, to beat a Rams team with a defensive front like that, right? I mean, good grief. We'd be, we'd be all tipping our cap. And, again, it goes back to something you said in the first segment, which is it just goes to show you what a good quarterback can do for a franchise. Right. And to your point, Burrow wasn't terrific. And Matthew Stafford didn't put up enormous numbers. He didn't pass for 300 yards. Mm-hmm. I know this firsthand. He passed for 283 yards. So I had a bet on the game. The Bengals would have won that game because of a very bad call and an amazing catch by Jamar Chase. That's the story. And a great pass from Joe Mixon. I mean, they could have won that game without Burrow throwing a single touchdown pass. Right. Right. By the way, just as an aside, because we need to hit a break. Since Altitude hasn't been on Comcast for a long time, you more happy for Von Miller or less happy for Stan Kroenke winning a title? Right. Which one are you? Uh, Von Miller. I mean, how could anybody here root for a billionaire who refuses to allow a fan base right. to watch its two favorite teams? Right. You never root for a billionaire. I mean, when when he spoke, that's one of the first times I've heard Stan Kroenke. He sounded like a James Bond villain. Welcome to my underground and, lair, and, um, <laughs> Mr. Powers. And when he said when he said Ram's house, he sounded like a goofy dad trying to be cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's Von Miller. By a, a mile. There, there was a great video of Von Miller, uh, and it was posted on TikTok. And he was just sitting there in silence, very, very emotional. Did you see that? I did. And, you know, he said he played the game for Demarius Thomas. Mm-hmm. And I've had my challenges with Von Miller, who, and Mason and I have talked about it too many times. He tells you exactly what you want to hear. Right. He doesn't, it's not that he doesn't tell the truth, it's that. He, he says what he feels in the moment, whether it's true or not. Kind of like, and I'll, I'll bring this up again, Trevor Simeon has some qualities that, that remind me of Peyton Manning. That's what he said. And you're like, are you, are you joking? Mm-hmm. He said about this year's offensive line, best offensive line I've ever had. Bond, stop. You just stop doing press conferences. But he just had a son. DT and him were close. I feel his emotion good for him. He is now a mortal lock to be a he will hold, go in the Hall of Fame. But he's a lock now to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Now he's a lock to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. No? Well, I I, I guarantee he was going to be a Hall of Famer regardless of what happened yesterday. But this locked him in first ballot. I, I got to believe you're right. I mean, look, there's only one other man who has four and a half sacks in the Super Bowl. His name's Charles Haley. It took him five games. Right. Von Miller's done it in two. Right. And the other thing that struck me about that, that image, I saw it on Twitter, was this is a guy who two years ago hurt his ankle, missed the entire season. 
I'm sure there were questions in his mind if he'd ever reach the summit again, and here he is. Right. He's been he, he's been mired in his Broncos funk since Super Bowl 50. He hasn't played like Von Miller since Super Bowl 50. Right. He did the last couple weeks, and I gotta believe for him it was a great uh, you know chance to reflect on you know how far he's come because you know he's a free agent. He just made a lot of money, and we're gonna talk about that next. So. Now that Vaughn is a free agent, should they consider bringing him back? That's the Rocky Mountain Forest product shout-out question next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman, Mason. Watch us at milehighsports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Aaron Anderson, at Eric Goodman. Mace is on vacation this week. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, not retail, but wholesale, go to rmfp.com. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure buying experience at Silterhar Mazda or find them at sthmazda.com. All right, every Monday on the show, we do the Rocky Mountain Forest product shout-out question to our friends Ty, Calcade, and Evan from the Just Us Guys podcast. The question is this, Von Miller is a free agent. He was terrific in the playoffs. Should the Broncos consider bringing him back? Because his value will be high. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, is Von Miller the guy, or is is... What we saw the last seven weeks may be a function of the fact that Von Miller doesn't have to be the guy. And I think it's the latter. You know, I don't think Von Miller is ever going to play at the level we saw pre Super Bowl 50 or Super Bowl 50 in 2015, the 2016 Super Bowl. Those days are behind Von. I think he could be a great complimentary player. And I think that's what we saw this year in LA. So for my money, if we're going to have to spend a lot of money on a Von Miller right now, 30-plus years old, you're not getting the same guy who we all remember is, is running around number 58 uh, in orange and blue wreaking havoc on, on, on havoc on quarterbacks. The other thing that you know I think we need to look at, uh, Eric, is the priority for this team is a quarterback right now. Yep. We get a quarterback, we can talk about the other pieces. We get a good quarterback, Aaron Rodgers comes here, maybe there is room for a Von Miller. Well, I'll, I'll, Maybe that makes sense. I'll cut you off. I think that Von Miller would probably want to come back if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. If it's not a top-flight quarterback, I don't think that he wants to come back. To your point, I think that Von Miller is a, I don't want to call him a secondary player anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's still terrific, but he needs a if someone's a Batman, he's a perfect Robin. You know, where, where, where he is in his career, plus he'd be walking into a defense where the, the new defensive coordinator Evero coming from the Rams, he knows the system, he knows Vaughn. Mm-hmm. I think all of those things are positives, but for what he is going to potentially demand, mm-hmm. I don't think it makes sense to bring him back. If he wants to come back on a discount, open arms. But if he wants full rate, I don't think the Broncos should bring him back. Guys, what do you think? 
DeMarcus Ware is effectively what Von Miller is right now. When DeMarcus Ware little, came over from little, the Cowboys. A little better. Maybe a little bit more wear on the tread um, for DeMarcus Ware, but, but that's where Von Miller is, and I totally agree with you. In that, look, the investment right now, based on what we saw this postseason, is going to be not quite as astronomical as what he commanded after Super Bowl 50's MVP performance, right. but it's going to be up there. And I, I just don't think it makes sense. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you're Von Miller, why would you leave the Rams? You've got a team that just won a title. And I know everybody's talking about Aaron Donald retiring. Aaron Donald's not going to retire at age 30 after winning a Super Bowl. No. He got a taste. He wants another ring. People are talking about Sean McVay retiring. That's not going to really? happen either. Doesn't either. make any sense. Von Miller doesn't want to leave L.A. There's no way Von Miller would, would entertain the thought unless, as you pointed out, there was a Russell Wilson or an Aaron Rodgers here who made Denver's Broncos a, a vogue destination because right now they simply aren't. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at where the uh, salary cap is for the Rams right now, and they are not top 10. So where are they? They are 27th. Right now, they are 10 million over. Now, you can creatively find a way to bring him back mm -hmm. if you want to. Do you want to bring back Odell Beckham Jr.? Now, he's coming off a torn ACL that he suffered in yesterday's game. I don't think Odell Beckham Jr. is going to cost you a whole lot of money because... Who knows if he's going to even play much next season. I don't think he'll be ready for training camp. Maybe he's ready by week eight. If they want to bring back Von Miller, I'm sure they can find a way to afford him. I know for a fact they're not going to be spending money on rookies because they don't have any draft picks. <laughs> so they're probably saving about $10 million right there. Another reason why you want to get rid of those draft picks, Eric. Right. Precisely. Listen, I would... Okay, would you rather build a team like the... Uh, Rams or build a team like the Bengals, where the Bengals are a good young team that's going to contend probably for the next five to eight years, barring injury to their major players. They have to shore up their offensive line. I get that. And the Rams just won a Super Bowl, so you can make mm -hmm. the case. It's, uh, it's the Machiavellian principle. The ends justify the means. They got their trophy. They got their ring. Mm -hmm. But as a fan, in three years, the Rams will look like what the New Orleans Saints are right now, an absolute mess of their books. I think long-term, you'd rather be the Bengals. Right. You've got a team that has $50 million that they're under the cap. Right. They can re-up with a lot of those free agent pieces that were so valuable. Plus, they have all their draft picks. And oh, by the way, they've got a young quarterback who, who seems to have no ceiling. This is year two for Joe Burrow. And I don't know about you, but I, I just love the way he carries himself. I mean, nope. even after the loss, you and I were at Super Bowl 50. Here was a young Cam Newton, pouting, crying, storming off the stage. There's Joe Burrow answering every question, saying, hey, you know what? We had a great run, and you know what? Yep. We're coming back. Right. That's the guy I want on my team. At the end of the day, they'll always have that chip on their shoulder for two reasons. Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen are in the same conference. The Bengals will never be picked. As long as those two guys are playing in the AFC, mm -hmm. the Bengals will never be favorites to win the AFC. So they will always be able to carry that chip on their shoulder. What do we have coming up on Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it? Some familiar faces returning to Ball Arena in the visiting locker room as the Nuggets take on the Orlando Magic tonight. We'll talk about that game next, right here on Afternoon Drive with Anderson and Goodman. I was so high I did not recognize the fire burning.
Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, I've been telling you about this for weeks. I made a great decision by seeing my guy, Dr. McCracken, at Denver Hair Surgery. I had two prior procedures and I have a huge scar in the back of my head to prove it. With that, I want to bring in my guy, Dr. Michael McCracken. How are you, my friend? Oh, very good. Thank you so much for having me on the air today. I'm really excited uh, for the invitation to be here. Well, I enjoyed our initial consultation. You made me feel at ease, you and your entire staff. And I love the fact that there's not another scar in the back of my head. How has the technology progressed where you made it so easy, honestly, pain-free, and the recovery time was simple. How were you able to do that all at once? Well, uh, the new technology is called follicular unit extraction, or FUE, and it allows us to use a small tree fine to take out individual follicles from the back of the head. So we don't have to use a scalpel to make a big incision in the back and take out a big chunk of hair and then, you know, stitch it together and leave that big scar like you experienced in the past. So it's a lot less invasive, it's a lot more comfortable, and it doesn't leave a scar where you have to have really long hair in the back to hide it. With this type of procedure, generally speaking, and I can already see results, and we have done this, we did this about four weeks ago. What is the success rate? Because that's what guys want to know. What is the success rate with what you do? As, com- as compared to what other people in town do and what was done seven years ago. Yeah, the success rate is great. Uh, these graphs have about a 97% take rate, and you know it's, it's the best technology in the business as far as I'm concerned. Why did you decide to do this? Um, well, you know, I had gotten thinning hair myself, and I was starting to get sunburn when I was out uh, without a hat on, on the top of my head, I'd get a sunburn. And I started looking at it for myself years ago. And about five years ago, uh, I decided to incorporate it into my practice. I think it's a great procedure uh, as a microsurgeon to be able to incorporate into your practice, uh, having a great eye for detail. I thought that I'd be pretty good at it. And um, it's really exciting to see guys go from not being able to walk around without a hat on to being confident and uh, not to have to have a hat and just feel really good about themselves. And it's got such a high success rate that uh, it's just really exciting to see how happy my patients are with this procedure. I am guessing, and I'm going to pay a compliment right here. The one reason why I wanted to work with you was a friend of mine came to see you and I had a very different procedure than him. But what he said to me was, Dr. McCracken did not sell me something that I did not need. I needed to get what I got. I mean, I'm at a point where, you know, my hair is that I have to get this procedure. But that's not always the case that you have to go through the full procedure, is it? 
No, no. Some people are able to get away with medications very early in the process um, or very early in the hair loss process. Sometimes injections of platelet-rich plasma from your own blood can be effective in regrowing some hair early on. Um, But, you know, in patients who have enough loss, I feel that those aren't going to be effective, and I try not to waste patients' time and money with something that isn't going to work for them. Again, it's all about doing what makes the patient happy. And by the way, again, I'll speak from my own experience. When I had this done in the past, I believe you told me, and please correct me if I'm wrong, that when I had this done, picture a football field that's 100 yards long. They took a certain amount out of the back of my head, and they decided that they were going to seed the entire football field with seeds that were probably only good for 30 yards. And I really saw no results. I appreciate the artistry where you said to me, Eric, we're, we're not going all the way back because you're just not going to like it. It seems like a lot of doctors out there probably try and seed the whole grass. That doesn't make any sense, does it? No, no. In order to have any meaningful density, we really need to be able to concentrate the limited number of follicles that we're able to transplant so that we get good density in the area where you need it the most. And that's why, in your case, I wanted to concentrate up front, which is where people are going to see, um, and not just waste them by spreading. And there's no sense in spreading a small number of grass over a large area where you don't get any meaningful density. Well, you used the correct word because other people have used it with me when describing me. You made me more dense, and I am not <laughs> giving myself a compliment. DenverHairSurgery.com, my guy, Dr. McCracken. Just go for a consultation. He's going to make your life so much better like he has done mine, yet I am more dense. I'll just figure that out with my team of therapists. Dr. McCracken, thanks for your time, pal. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure, Eric. See you, man. Time now for the final word. The final word. Is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Just in case you missed it, 7 o'clock p.m. Mountain Time tonight, the Orlando Magic in town taking on the Denver Nuggets. So some former Nuggets on that Orlando Magic team. Unfortunately, several of them are injured. Bol Bol, RJ Hampton, PJ Dozier all out. But the Nuggets should see their old pal Gary Harris on the floor tonight. The Magic have lost four out of their last five and are on the final game of a four-game road trip. They beat Denver in the two teams' only other meeting this season, 108-103 to in Orlando on December 1st. What do the Nuggets need to do tonight to get the win and creep closer to Luka and the Mavs for that fifth spot in the West? What do they need to do? I think the Magic going to pack it in, man. Last game of a road trip, they want to get home. Right. Gary Harris is going to look at this Nuggets team. He's going to be so disappointed he's not a part of this fun bunch. Tail between his legs. Nuggets are going to roll. What do they need to do? They just need to show up. And right. The Joker needs to do what he, he does best, which is rebound, distribute the basketball, and, uh, you know, that European, I, I don't know how to even describe it. He's just one of those guys who can do it all. 
love to watch him play. Danny, every once in a while, you like to lay a few bucks on a Nuggets game. You've been known to do that, even throwing out point spreads when you ask questions. Uh, do you like that analysis from Aaron, knowing it's the final game of a road trip? Does that give you some insight on betting your paycheck this week on the game? Well, the Nuggets are pretty unreliable to bet on. That's true. Whether uh, they're That's the true. favorites, the underdogs right. at home on the road. But, uh, but I do agree. I do agree with Arn that they're they're going to be going up against a tired and probably not as focused as they could be Orlando Magic team. So I, w- I would probably bet on the Nuggets tonight, but it's a pretty big spread, so I think I might stay what away is from it? it. What is it? Uh, last I saw was 11 and a half. 11 so and a half? I think, mm. I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna just watch the game and enjoy Jokic's greatness. You should call Zach Price. He'll tell you what to do, because the price is right with him. Well, he's gotten me uh, in some trouble betting on his calves this year, so I, I don't always take it's Zach's a homer advice. You don't, don't ever take advice from a guy who's a fan of the team. Because their judgment is absolutely clouded. Well, where, but the Cavs have been pretty good this year. Where, fine. where passion rules, how weak does reasoning prove? Wow, that was very profound. Pretty profound, right? Yeah. The you, great even way, coming from a guy like you. Hey, this is coming from a guy who worked in a casino. That's true. Right? you got to detach yourself. You can't have a, your heart can't be involved. This is a business transaction. I put money on the Nuggets because right. I think they're going to blow them out. Aaron, the reason why I asked you to come in and fill in today was because... This is an intervention? Two things. No. It's an intervention. And Mace is so stinking smart, he makes me look bad every single show. I'm thinking, I'll invite an Arn, and, and maybe I'll be able to seem like the smart one. But with that profound statement, I've been proven wrong again, how dumb I was to ask you to come in, because, again, I'm the dumbest guy on the show. <laughs> that was Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it. Mandy got her stackable washer and dryer. She could not be any happier. She got a great price. And also, the customer service was nothing short of fantastic. She told me right when it was delivered how wonderful everybody at Mountain High Appliance was with her go where my fiance goes eventually it's going to be my washer and dryer and i'm excited about that with that mountain high appliance you can find them in lewisville littleton you can also find their clearance center in denver coming up after the break nathaniel hackett is rounding out his coaching staff with a bunch of fresh faces essentially baby faces uh guys who probably watched the super bowl halftime show and said these guys are really old that's how young this coaching staff is is it a bit of a problem that Nathaniel Hackett basically just hired a guy who is a high school football coach? That's next.